A lot of organizations in Nigeria could do with sales training because with the interactions that we have with the banks and the telcos and with the ministries and other agencies in Nigeria, it's clear that um, there's a lot to be desired when it comes to sales, um, customer service and relationship building. Now, an example of that that I've been exposed to recently is with my bank. Um, okay, so I've had failed transactions over at the bank. Um, that seems to have been happening a lot this last month. In fact, my mom and my wife keep saying time and time again that I work with a crappy bank and so I should move over to theirs. But sometimes I think they're all the same, so I'll just stick where I am. Anyway, so the last time that um, I had this sort of incident was over failed uh, transactions. I tried buying credit on my phones and um, so basically I just had 10,000 naira hanging and trying to get it resolved was um, was a real hassle, was a nightmare. Because uh, the bank um, insisted that uh, value was given for the... Uh, for the transaction, but each time I would speak to the phone company, the phone company would say, no, nothing came through on our own end. And each time I called the bank or I went into the bank, the process would be the same. I'd lodge the complaint. They would say, sorry, we've lodged the complaint. We'll do an investigation and then get back to you. And then a message or an email would come in really just minutes later saying, um, case has been resolved, value was given, uh, please, give us, um, please give us a review. And, um, well, anyway, it, it took me going into the bank and, uh, well, I tried to maintain my composure. I hope I did maintain my composure. Um, anyway, so you know that thing that happens in the bank where you're just chilling there and the customer comes in and is irate and that whole scene that happens. So, um, and I hope I maintained my composure, but it took one of those episodes getting that whole thing resolved, um, finally and to their credit, um, it was done eventually and then of course uh, the next thing they're asking for a review again so um the part that uh, the bank could the part of customer service trading or sales training that the bank could use in this case is around this whole thing of um, ratings and reviews now we all have a great appreciation in nigeria whether we are wedding event professionals like those of us listening to this podcast or whether we sell inverter batteries or shoes um, over Instagram, or whether we sell baby food, we kind of know intuitively that ratings and reviews are good. Now, the reason why ratings and reviews are good is because they create a form of um, social capital. They show that other people value our services, trust us, and have used us in the past, and we can use that to um, get new business, because of the increased uh, consumer confidence um, that it um, portrays. And then, of course, it also opens up opportunities for repeat business and referrals because if people are happy and people are willing to endorse that, then, of course, they will follow through on the reasonable request if you ask them um, for repeat business and for referrals. So we all know that ratings and reviews are essential. Now, however, what is missing in the mix is that this bank... And a whole lot of us who keep asking customers for um, customers and clients for reviews, what is missing from the mix is we don't appreciate when the optimal time is to ask people for ratings and reviews. So one of the principles that we ought to adopt 
when asking for ratings and reviews is that we only do so when we are absolutely sure that the underlying problem has been solved because if I am still pissed at you as a wedding photographer or as a wedding planner or as a bank and I think that this thing is still ongoing and I really don't think I'm getting the time and the attention that I deserve and in the middle of that you're asking me to give you a review it, um, it doesn't sit well and besides you're going to get reactions that you have absolutely no control over I mean on one hand there are people like me who are more of the reserved kind so um, even though this thing has happened again and it has not been resolved and I have received the text message and the 10,000 naira is still hanging this is a separate episode but they're still asking me for ratings and reviews I just ignored the request but chances are some people might be bitter some people might be angry and this might be the time when they will try to score points and they might go about um, pasting um, uh, really negative and um, scathing reviews which is what it is that you do not want now believe me this is a real 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 possibility because last month a family member of mine who's still based in Lagos were having issues they they were having issues um, with the broadband service in their house and uh, yeah this family member of mine just went all over town like he really I mean, he really gave it to them. Negative reviews, negative comments, Instagram, Twitter, the whole, I mean, the whole nine. He just went all over the place. Um, you can see that he was going out of his way. Like, at some point, it was clear that this is beyond um, frustration. This is beyond venting. Like, this is, um, like, okay, malice, malice is too strong a term. But you can see that this was just beyond venting. So, um when the underlying issue has not been addressed and we haven't addressed it satisfactorily and the customer isn't happy if you're asking for reviews you're just looking for trouble you don't know what the outcome is going to be so it's kind of like a cardinal principle that you only ask for this review when everything is done so it's a matter of oh mr ayede sorry it took two weeks to resolve this um but i can confirm that your account has been credited can you check the app right now okay it's there is there any other thing i can help you with terribly sorry for how things went um uh if i've res if i've resolved this um adequately you know bloody bloody blah, blah, blah you know whatever language is going to be um could you please give us um a review on um on the app you know that is the best time because even though i'm kind of pissed at least now i have the security of the 10ks back in my account and if i've been able to maintain my cool so far yes i might just go ahead and give you that review it might be a three-star review, it might be a two-star review, but at least with the way things have gone, the uh, the chances of me leaving scathing reviews and writing really negative stuff, and of course, you know that once that stuff is up, it's not like you can take it down. You can't tell Google, get rid of that review. Um, you know, the most you can do is to try and engage, and then basically you're trying to, uh, you're on damage control, and... Um, Anyway, that's that whole thing of damage control. That's a topic for another day. So let's just have it as a cardinal principle. Whether you work in the bank or you're a wedding planner or a wedding photographer like I am, that while the bege is still on, while the issue is still on, while you guys are still quarreling, that is not the time to ask for the review. Wrap everything up nicely. Make sure everybody is happy. Soothe and massage. 
and uh, you know the whole uh, I'm sorry or whatever approach it is that you're going to take within the bounds that you think is professional wrap it up be professional about it make sure everyone is happy make sure the underlying uh, matter has been resolved then you can ask for the review and then after the review you can now ask for um, referrals and then follow up for repeat business so um, yeah so that's it basically I guess that's my semi rant for today Oh, and then the second thing that I forgot to mention after yesterday's uh, recording. There's a recording that I did uh, maybe five or six episodes back about the birthday party, the photographer's birthday party, one that turned out to be a business um, symposium. And, uh, yeah, you remember that I said it was a welcome event, and I think we ought to keep, we ought to uh, do more stuff like this in our industry because it helps to grow our business acumen and the level of professionalism in the trade and uh, that's because the more professional we seem um, if we're all more professional and we raise the bar I think at the end of the day it's also going to com- uh, change the uh, the quality of clients that we attract and the fees that we can command so I think things like this are a good initiative now, for those of you who listened to the episode, you remember that for me it was a sore point that this program was supposed to have started at 10 o'clock. I turned up late at 10.20, uh, apologizing, I mean profusely apologizing, because um, especially since I was supposed to have um, handled a a, uh, a panel at the whole um, symposium. So, of course, I came in um, apologizing that I was late. But basically, the program didn't start until 10.30, and for those of you who listen to the podcast, you remember that when I complained to other people, in fact, the first photographer I told about it, that, oh, the program didn't start until 10.30, her response was, yeah, that's standard. And it looks like that is what um, we have come to expect for um, ourselves, that wedding photographers are always late and makeup artists are always late as well. So the reason why I remember that is because at yesterday's recording, you remember that I was hanging out with... Um, my friend uh, Chioma uh, with Wood Labs, and the um, the interaction. Well, basically, you have two professionals who are getting together for um, personal slash you know business agenda, but the the tenor in which things were handled were markedly different. And I think we, those of us in the wedding space, can learn from that, especially wedding photographers and makeup artists. Okay, let me just leave makeup artists out of the equation. Let me speak to my brothers and my sisters, wedding photographers. So there's a lot that we can learn about how um, people in other industries and other facets of life, how they choose to handle their uh, business. So we agreed for the meeting to start at 10. That was the uh, meeting that I had with uh, Choma um, and uh, her people at Wood Lab. So we agreed for 10. But I like to show up early because, um, just like I learned from um, from the wise philosopher Ice Cube, you know, Ice Cube says, um, "If you can't be early, sorry, if you can't be on time, then be early." And I have a problem with being on time, so I just make sure that I'm early for everything. So I showed up there early, and the plan was the same as always. I had everything I needed: my bag, my keyboard, my phones, uh, so I could get some work done in in the car park. So I was there um, at about 9.20 and um, it's a good thing I came that early because uh, looking for a place to park uh, was maybe about, that took me another 10 minutes or so because 
<clears throat> wood lab, the offices in Maitama, and you know how these Maitama people can be. Ah, Oga, you can't park here. Oga, you can't park here. You can't park here. So, anyway, we sorted out the whole um, parking thing. And so I settled, I settled down in the car so I could get some work done. You know, return phone calls, uh, emails, write articles, uh, maybe even record um, a uh, a podcast um, session. And then the security card walks over and is like, um, excuse me, are you Tavishima? I say yes. It's like, okay, um, you can come inside right now. Uh, Miss Trauma is around. I checked the watch and it was uh, 20 minutes. Now nah, it was 20 minutes to 10 and she was there. So please note, first thing, I'm dealing with people in the software development space. We have agreed to a meeting for 10 o'clock. Luckily, I was there at 9.20 so I could get some work done. She arrived there 20 minutes before so i hope you my brothers and sisters out there wedding photographers can see how people in other space how they take things seriously if she has given a 10 o'clock commitment she is not running the risk of coming there at 10 o'clock sharp she is making sure that she is there 20 minutes before so that you know meeting room set up tea coffee everything all that jazz everything is ready she's ready for the meeting and there's no hassle and there's no hurry and so I was like, okay, cool, no wahala. And so I went in, and even though the meeting was supposed to start at 10, because both of us were there early, we were able to start the meeting earlier than intended. And of course, I got home a whole lot earlier than I planned. Because when I came into the house, Momsi was surprised. Oh yeah, for those of you who've been, who haven't been listening for a while, Momsi's around now because she's helping me with the kids because Patience is in school. Patience is my wife. So... I came back and mom was like, uh-uh, I didn't expect you back that soon. I was like, oh yeah, she was early, so we're able to wrap things up sharp, sharp. And that is how people in other industries get shit done. The meeting was for 10. She was early. I was early. We're able to get on with the meeting earlier than planned. And because of that, we're able to move on to other things in our lives quickly. So now think about that. If we wedding photographers run tight ships, we're on time, we're able to make sure that our clients get there on time. Okay, well, the whole thing about clients being on time, that's a separate matter entirely. But let's just assume in a perfect world that we get our clients to come on time and we show up on time. In fact, we're both there ahead of the time that we agreed. Then things are going to be all well and good. We'll be able to wrap up the shoot on time. You're going to be able to start your editing process on time. Um, let's see, what else? And other things that you need to do, whether it's pick up kids from school or try and cram in another um, uh, meeting or the day or whatever it is. But basically, things can work a whole lot smoother if we decide to do things on time. So let's look at our brothers and sisters in other spaces and learn from the good habits that they have inculcated. And we should start doing the same. So, um, because, you know, I've heard some photographers say that... Um, you know, coding, development, like, uh, what is there? Like, that's not real work. You just, uh, is it not JavaScript? Or is it not Python? Is it not this? Basically, just make it sound like it's easy work. So, whether it's easy work or not, we must admit that uh, people in the software development space, in the coding space, I mean, they have a different work ethic. Yeah, some of you will say it's all packaging. Well, if it's packaging, then we ought to learn how to package better, like how they package. And part of the packaging is, they're on time, and they get shit done. So, Anyway, let me 
call it a wrap for today's recording. No point in going on a rant for too long. So yeah, summary, that's it. Ratings and reviews, absolutely essential, but let's make sure that everybody's happy before we ask for that rating and the review so that we don't run the risk of pissing, pissing people off um, even more. And then, uh, what else? Oh yeah, photographers, let's learn to be on time because our brothers and sisters in other industries it's not just the packaging. So these software people, it's not just the packaging that they work in fancy offices and then there's AC and all of them dress sharp and they all have fancy computers and, uh, you know, um, you know all this Gishbao external keyboard and all that. Yeah, so maybe packaging is part of it. But then they also try to be professional around this whole thing of um, making sure you're on time, sticking to timelines and making sure that uh, deliverables flow according to a schedule. So that's something that we could... Uh, learn from them apart from the packaging of course so thank you very much for listening to the sales for the nigerian wedding industry podcast i'm your host abuja based event and wedding photographer tavishima ayede thank you very much for your time and attention there's not going to be a recording tomorrow because i'm going to be devoting my attention to sorting out the so you're getting married podcast which is the other podcast where i talk about things marriage and relationship uh related so you guys enjoy the rest of the weekend and i'll be back here uh, same place hopefully same time on monday